your reaction to this? Uh, did, does it come as a surprise that the president uh, has appealed uh, the findings by the North Gauteng High Court? Good afternoon, Tapisa. Thank you. Uh, well, it doesn't really come as a surprise because this is really just a continuation of the president's uh, long-held legal strategy to appeal every matter in order to delay the eventual outcome. We've seen it play out with the spy case over a number of years. And it's quite clear that this uh, appeal is really just intended to uh, to kick the ball into touch once again. Uh, as others have said, I think there's very little prospects of the appeal succeeding. And in fact, I would be rather surprised if the uh, North Gauteng High Court granted leave to appeal. Um, but, you know, and then it, the fact that this appeal comes mere days after the African National Congress National Conference took a decision that there should be a judicial commission of inquiry as a matter of urgency really places the uh, president of the country at loggerheads uh, with the political party that he is accountable to. Mm. But the fact that uh, Judge Dustin Mlambo even found that the president was reckless and ill-advised by continuing with litigation on the matter and he now uh, appeals it, I mean, what does that say? And I know I'm asking you to speculate or read between the lines in, in this action, but what does he say about how he views uh, the court and the court's judgment? Well, I think if one looks at the application for leave to appeal, it's really a scattergun approach because it, you know, it, it challenges almost every basis of the finding of the High Court. So it's not to say that we do disagree with this or that particular part of uh, uh, Judge President Mlambo's uh, decision, but he's picking, seeking to pick holes in every single part of it, which is really, I think, futile because, you know, as many uh, people have said, that judgment is a sound legal judgment. It, it's very clear. Uh, that in terms of the fact that the president is uh, personally implicated in three family and, and business associates and implicated in the public protective status capture report, uh, you know, it is impossible for the president to be in a position to select the judge to, to head that commission of inquiry. And as the court found, it is uh, just and equitable that that power will be given to someone else. And in the circumstances, the chief justice is probably the most appropriate person to exercise those powers. So it's highly unlikely that the president's uh, appeal would succeed. Uh, and it really is, you know, seeking to, uh, to, to tackle the, the, as I say, the judgment on all fronts and really as a, as a mechanism to delay. Well, uh, apparently uh, the phrase the court erred in law appears about 16 times in the notice which she's uh, filed. Mm. So... I mean, what, what what is really behind that? And that's why I'm saying, what, does it really betray his view or how he views the court? Or is he really basing it on solid legal principles? Well, uh, it's certainly, in my opinion, as a piece of not based on any uh, robust legal principles. I think the judgment was very clear in its legal analysis, as many people said at the time, it was a you know, solid legal judgment dealt with the legal issues very clearly uh, and fairly. So as I say, I don't think there's much uh, scope for the, the legal basis for the decision. And it's really just about uh, about delaying the matter, so delaying the, the start of the Judicial Commission of Inquiry, uh, contrary to the President's own uh, commitments in Parliament, where he's made this commitment on more than one occasion in Parliament, which in fact the Court made reference to in its judgment. Uh, as well as, as I say, the uh, weekend decision of the ANC's national conference. So, you know, despite all of these uh, commitments to to have a judicial commission of inquiry for it to be, uh, to conduct its work speedily, 
the president is, is, is the one that's taking a different view uh, in order to, 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 to delay and defer the matter. When he says uh, some of the findings, um, especially on exercising uh, the fact that the, the, the commission of inquiry uh, holds that uh, the power for this commission is exercised with the chief justice, that it offends the separation of powers doctrine, from where you sit, is there any uh, basis for that statement? No, there isn't, because the issue here is uh, is about who, not who appoints the Commission of Inquiry. There's no suggestion that anybody other than the President should make the formal appointment of the Judicial Commission of Inquiry. The issue is around who selects the, the judge that will head that commission. And that's the issue that the Court has said in the circumstances, uh, the proper remedy is for that person to be selected by the Chief Justice and appointed by the President. So it's really... It's interpreting the Constitution in its totality and not taking a particular part of the Constitution like the right to appoint a Judicial Commission inquiry and looking at it in isolation. It's got to be looked at in the broader context of the President's conflict of interest and what the, uh, the, you know, the purpose of approach of the Constitution really is, is to try and deal with these issues in a way uh, that allows a, a proper outcome. And that's what the Court uh, uh, found in this case. Speaking of which, he also questions the powers of the public protector, uh, despite the findings of the Constitutional Court earlier on, saying that there was no law that authorised uh, Madonzela, obviously the predecessor of the current public protector, and her office to instruct another organ of state to conduct a further investigation. On the basis of this, would would the court be tempted to reject the appeal, just in the sense that uh, there's already been a finding regarding this matter? Well, I think it's settled law in terms of the constitutional court judgment that a finding of the public protector is binding unless set aside upon judicial review. And this is the process that the president is engaged in. And that's the argument he's seeking to make here is that he's done the right thing by uh, he disagrees with it and he's therefore taken it on review. He's done that. The court has found unanimously against him. And, you know, one would expect that the, the president in such circumstances would accept uh, the jurisdiction and the ju- decision of the court, and now proceed uh, to appoint that uh, judicial commission of inquiry in the terms that were established by, uh, as you say, Advocate Madonsella when she was public protector. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Cassock's uh, uh, Executive Secretary, Lawson Naidu. Cassock is the counsel for the advancement of the South African Constitution.